you know, we're just going to light this. We're going to go right into this. Welcome to Western Kabuki. It's just the fellas, just the guys today. I'm Wack Nicholson, and I am joined by the one, the only, Mr. Bird Respector. How we doing, Caleb? Boys night. Let's go. Boys night. It's just the two of us tonight. It's just uh, a, a little bit of a, a, a lighter fare because, um, you know, we get sick of the sad stuff. And um, in in in... Juniper being with us in spirit and helping us decide what we're going to do on this episode this evening. Uh, we, yeah, she we had to kick talk- up a controversy, then go on vacation. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> with um, with renowned uh, 60s rock band, The Kinks, of yes. all people. <laughs> he, didn't, he couldn't get over it, too, which was so funny. Because I saw the first tweet where he was like, penis pudding person transgender or something like that <laughs> and i was like is that the guy from the kinks and then yeah. i saw that he quote tweeted juniper <laughs> at least i have a proper name <laughs> <laughs> okay dude <laughs> oh man uh. that's a good time to go on vacation when you after you infuriate a, a world-renowned musician <laughs> and it made some people uh mad which is what got we're doing mailbag here mailbag stuff finally thank you for all the people who have written in over the weeks uh and today a lot of you did today as well um juniper <laughs> made some people mad by posting a poll in which she stated or she asked rather who do you think is a worse president george bush or donald trump and um donald trump was winning and she basically was like well, I'm really surprised by this. I don't know if people are just too young, if there's a recency bias thing going on or something, but a lot of people got mad, and some of those people decided to reach out to us. (laughs) (laughs) Juniper derangement syndrome. (laughs) I think it's a good policy that if you are uh, absolutely insane, um, please do reach out and tell us about how crazy you are. Uh, Honestly, it's a pretty good policy. I I prefer (laughs) that people do it... um, in the mailbag or the texts as opposed to right. in, in our reviews on like Apple podcasts or whatever. Cause you know, that's not much fun. Stay out of the review. Stay out of the reviews. Stay out of yeah. the re- You don't even want the review. We're not going to reply to you in the reviews, but you can anonymously yeah. email us. Yeah. Um, and that is, uh, that's more than welcome. And you can say basically whatever you want and we'll, we'll read it online. Uh, can't guarantee we'll be kind about it though, but mm. you, you would be starting it there. So whose fault is it? Um, we are also going to talk a little bit about some wacky president stories, it being President's Day week, all of our favorite weeks, and also Nick Cage doesn't have any movies where he played the president, so we got off scot-free this time. Yeah. Um, but I I, I think we should start with the mailbag, because I have not looked at any of these except for the one that you tweeted earlier. Uh, I'm not going to read them all. I think we'll save a few of them, and then some of them are more serious in nature, uh, that we can address... Later, but yeah, let's let's get into a couple of these. Uh, (laughs) This person, for the record, I asked everybody, do you want us to credit you by name, uh, your name or Twitter, or would you rather stay anonymous? And, you know, most people will read their their Twitter ads or whatever, but this person just responded with, sure. So I don't know how to credit them. (laughs) But they texted us and said, I just discovered Bill Mitchell. Why does he look like that? <laughs> and uh, I got to say, if you have never actually um, looked at a picture of Bill Mitchell, this motherfucker looks like an Elden Ring NPC. He's onologically evil looking. It's disgusting. And also, I just added him on LinkedIn. I'm hoping that he responds yes so I can be I can get some some endorsements from him. Uh, so Bill Mitchell, I know he has a crazy face. He has a crazy body as well, too, right? Is he like super super fat or something? Am I am I? No, I think he's short. Hang on, I'm googling Bill Mitchell body. Jesus Christ! I I just did, and there's like no pictures of his full body. It's only ever his face. I think he's one of those guys with like a totally normal face and then a really fat body. No, you might be looking at the Bill Mitchell Economist. You got to look at the Bill Mitchell Trump surrogate. Google Bill Mitchell, not the Economist. Google Bill Mitchell Trump. I'm looking at Bill. No, I know Bill Mitchell, the Trump guy. Um, yeah, I know who he is. But I, it, where do you see any pictures of his full body? No. Oh, here's one. He's at like the Heritage Foundation or something. No, he's not as fat as I was thinking. I mean, he's not really 
fat from what? Or he's kind of. I mean, he's not like he looks I was slender to me. He like looks felt. He just also looks yeah. like a wooden elf type creature on steroids. I think somebody. I think somebody once photoshopped a picture of his face onto like a seven hundred pound man. Ah. And I just thought it was real, and then it's very hard to find any pictures of him like standing <laughs> up or anything. That's, that's I, good. I, that you must have been what it was. Thing. Every time yeah, there's a picture of somebody uh, that you don't have body pictures, you just make them look like the. What's the new uh, the new villain from the Ant Man movie that's coming out? What's his name? Something stupid where he's just a giant head with Modoc. a tiny arm. Mo- yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bill Mitchell would make a hell of a Modoc. I was hanging out with my. Um, with my uh, uh, brother-in-law yesterday, and he's like, he's like not like a Marvel stan, but he does like all that stuff. Um, and he went to see Ant Man on opening night, and I'm Ooh, like, bro, how can night. you? I know. I, I mean, how can you even stomach this stuff? He's like, it was probably one of the worst Marvel movies. I was like, why do you keep doing this to yourself, yeah. man? You gotta stop, bro. I'm going to be real. I think I've enjoyed like two or three MCU movies. And when I say enjoy, the bar is very low. You know what I mean? Spider-Man stuff is all right. It's the best, in my opinion. It's the best IP. Um, it's really bad. I don't know why we're still doing this. I I liked them for a long time. I think once it, the first Ant-Man movie came out, they started to feel really stale. And they started to feel like very cookie cutter and not very interesting. And... Then by the time Endgame came out, I, I saw Endgame like a Thursday night midnight showing thing. Yeah, so did and I. And that was cool. Uh, but like since I was then, doing a podcast just... review on it though, so I had to. It was oh, work. nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I was there for the love of the game. And but other than like I don't know, they're they're just. I I was really hoping because this was on my bingo card, and I think I I, I still have room to check it off because I on my my bingo card that I made I said that I uh, I thought Quantum Mania would bomb, and it hasn't bombed, but I do want to see Week Two drop off because I think it's going to be super steep. It made like two hundred and forty for opening weekend, but that's still uh, re- remarkable considering like. A, how little advertising I've seen for it, and B, how fucking stupid it looked. The only, like, this is true for most MC movies in the, uh, I guess, the Twitter sphere I'm in, um, that most of the things that you see about these movies are just people talking shit, but more so than usual. This had a very negative response. Um, Yeah, well, apparently there is, like, I don't know the actual Marvel Comics story behind Modoc, but I did learn the Modoc story as it is presented in this film, uh, and it pissed it pissed me right off. Um, School me, let's because hear it. the first Iron Man movie, the 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 guy who runs the company or whatever, the bad guy, he becomes the he becomes the evil Iron Man who can fly or uh, evil Ant Man who can fly. Did I say Iron Man earlier? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. Ant-Man. So he becomes the evil Ant-Man who can fly. He um, gets killed at the end of the movie. And apparently he has just been like banished to the quantum realm. And the helmet that he was wearing broke. And so it it didn't protect him from the quantum-ness and so Modoc is just a quantumly small man whose head was exploded in the quantum verse because his helmet broke. So and I so foresee a lot of people being like, oh, this is what you look like when you're under six feet tall. Yeah. It, my hope is that this film doesn't garner enough cultural cachet for those kind of jokes to be made. <laughs> Me too. As, <laughs> as, as a 5'9", uh, arguably a 5'10 man, I, I don't, I'm hoping that this doesn't permeate the culture. Right. Yeah. I think we got to keep, keep this out of the, uh, out of the zeitgeist. And um, we're going to do that by uh, reading another mailbag reply <laughs> that doesn't have anything to do with Marvel. Yeah. We had a bunch of stuff that was like... You know, uh, I think more aimed for Juniper that I'm going to leave for her to answer. But uh, I did get one. <clears throat> this one is from Luke Mercer 11 on Twitter. He said, here's my conspiracy theory. 
Since the mainstream conservatives have dropped Trump, he's organized people like George Santos and Anna Polina Luna to infiltrate the GOP as sleeper agents. He's having them actively make the GOP look even stupider, a very hard challenge, so they get clowned on and come back to him. What do we think? What's this person's name? Luke Mercer 11. Luke. He's, he's a, not he playing. follows you, by the way. He's a, he's a, he's a oh, lot guy. So be nice. Thanks. Thanks, yeah. Luke. Uh, he is not playing 5D chess, my man. His <laughs> brain is pudding. You yeah. can't forget these things. He is not thinking ahead at all, let alone meeting somebody like George Santos and thinking, how can I use this beautiful mind to my advantage? He yeah. is just sort of doddering around. He barely wants to be president again. Um, he's doing I, it out I of spite. He is like, he's not like Hitler. He's not like Mussolini. He's not like Stalin. He doesn't think ahead of things. He's not a guy who is like, ah, yes, Carrie Lake is the cornerstone to my master plan. Like I could see this being all, like a Roger Stone thing because Roger Stone is well, historically yeah. the, but even Roger Stone and Trump have some distance between them now, as I as I understand it. Am I wrong? Am I right? I don't really follow that shit because it's kind of a bit know. lib for me. I don't know. It's it helps him. I'll say that you know it he's does. Not the dumbest guy it does. In the it, yeah, uh, it. I think what appears to be happening is actually happening. And what appears to be happening is all of these unctuous, unlovable losers are competing against each other for attention and realize that they are all competing for the same audience. So right now the stakes aren't that high for them. And so they aren't going at it very hard. Trump took back his meatball Ron uh, statement, apparently. Yeah, Says that's that the, a, that's a... the lying media... That's insane that he actually walked that back. We'll see. I think that he will bring that back when he needs it. That's a break glass in case case of emergency situation. I think he's going to even do like. Uh, do you remember when? Um, do you remember when uh, uh, American Idol got canceled? Like went off the air, and then like three months later, they're like the return yeah. of American Idol. Or That's like what when he's going to do with Meatball Ron. Their guitar, their guitar player Wes Borland, he quit the band, and they did like a sponsored thing through Guitar Center where you could try out to be in Limbiscuit, which I did, by the way. And uh, <laughs> and uh, then they were like, "Just kidding, Wes Borland's back in the band, but we got all this free publicity out of it." Like, yes, he's he's totally bringing back uh, Meatball Ron for fucking. Sure. I would love, yeah, maybe that'll be his first tweet. I never said that it was Meatball Ron, but now I have realized the error of my ways, and Ron DeSanctimonious <laughs> is indeed a meatball. <laughs> I, I'm going to be a real. Uh, the first chink in Donald Trump's ar- armor this cycle so far has been Ron DeSanctimonious. I mean, it's just, you played it's your audience, weak man. Sauce. It's weak sauce. It's weak sauce. Very, very bad. I don't know. That's uh, not a good look. Not a good look. Nobody's wearing a t-shirt that says DeSanctimonious on it, and and... This whole business of the Republican primary is really a war of T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of T-shirts, I did get um, our next mailbag. This is from uh, MT or maybe Mount MT Skull Crusher, Mount Skull Crusher, um, who didn't actually have a question. Just sent me a bunch of um, strange pornography, some of it on T-shirts. I've got mm. Yoshi feet pics. I have got a... Uh, my Little Pony uh, stuffed animal with a anatomically correct vagina and asshole. I've got uh, SpongeBob porn. It's really the whole thing. And I was like, okay, well, this isn't a question. Uh, do you want to be credited for this? And he just, <laughs> they responded with Twitter at Mount Skullcrusher. So thank you for that. Uh, I got to say, at Mount Skullcrusher, if you're going to spam hentai it's got to be clear to the person who's receiving the hentai why you've done it and i have been a long time hentai spammer uh to people but you can't go with like that mainstream stuff because it's so easy to repost something you've already done so if you're i'd really appreciate thinking, the deep cuts i think for the record this was yeah. um hentai and pornography that was sent out of love not hate um i think that this is a fan 
Not a hater. Oh, this is good stuff. We this we is, this is the primo. This is like this is the T bone of of strange pornography for sure. It's okay. It's well I'm not done. looking at these images, so I don't. No, know I already if, said uh, that I was gonna yeah. keep those for myself anyway. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Um, yeah. But yeah, I like to. For me, I've been doing a lot of breakfast cereal mascots recently. Smack, uh, dig 'em frogs, uh, uh, hentai. You find that. I uh, used to love Fraggle Rock. There's a lot of Fraggle Rock <laughs> hentai out there. Gen X people um, love their hentai. Yeah, it it you know that is really what it is. The Snorks, uh, the Smurfs, uh, the uh, um, uh, uh the old Shira, the new Shira. You can find them together sometimes. Uh, you really don't want to go for like Mario, SpongeBob type of stuff. It's too. There's just too much of it, and it's easy to get overlaps disney too you want to get the lesser known disney try the rescuers down under and see if they put a pussy on the seagull next question please my good friend uh this next one is from anonymous and it is have you ever tried a cart night now if you don't know what cart night is it is i don't this is for the vape heads out there uh whether it's nicotine or weed if you're blowing the fattest clouds you need cart night that is a fortnite themed vape cart that you can get. Uh, oh. I smoke uh, cinnamon banana. I smoke mango. I smoke sea salt. I only smoke the best. Nothing but the best from Mrs. Bird Respector's baby boy. I'm doing the Gandalf ship through the circle cloud. I'm doing all that shit with cart night. So, yes, uh, I'm, I only smoke cart night. I was under the impression we weren't going to do sponsored content here. Um, <laughs> cart night first is, I find out. Cart night is not real, the, by the way. What what in the world was that you were just discussing? This is from Ed52894995. And I looked, and this is a real person who's also, I f- believe, a, a whack a whack follower. Uh, that does actually sound familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Their um, Twitter Avi, I believe, is like Mario with a, a Zelda gear, or maybe it's Wario. I don't know. Uh, Can you give me those numbers again, actually? I want to see if I know yeah. this person. Ed528. Nine four nine nine five. All right, I can't find it right now. It's okay. All right, what's what's your question, Ed? What do we what what can we do you for? Yeah, um, uh, Ed's question was, are you gonna do any more interviews with insane weirdos like the human pet guy? And I'll tell the audience listening now what I told Ed. I said yes. Um, the trick is finding the right tone to strike a balance between it being entertaining and responsible. Um. We do have some potentially very good ones in the pipeline that we're working on right now um, that I think our listeners are really going to like. I just want to make sure that uh, I'm engaging with these people that in a way that's not exploitative, that is not, um, I guess, propping up any bad, jeez, that's not, I don't know. I just want to be responsible with, with what we're doing while still being funny, figuring out how to make that happen. Again, um, anybody who listened to the Human Pet Guy episode probably can tell that I was caught completely off guard by the fact that (laughs) he immediately came out swinging on everything that I said, even when I was trying to be agreeable. Um, Don't want that to happen again. I want to be ready. So, uh, yes, I do have um, some that Wack and Juniper know about, and even some I've been kind of fostering for a little while that are going to be very funny. We will get to those. It's going to take some time. Uh, but yes, we will have insane interviews, and I want that to be a thing that is uh, somewhat frequent on this show for strange internet people. So that is the optimistic answer, but uh, we have been having a lot of issues also with some of these people because people like the human pet guy. Um, Well, Human Pet Guy is a good example of this type of person because Human Pet Guy knows that he makes a spectacle of himself and he's Mm -hmm. willing to do so and to continue to do so. And we can say something to him, as I have, like on public and in DMs with him. I've been like, I mean, you're going to garner attention with the kind of things that you say, so you should be ready for people to respond to that stuff. And he, he will say something like, I don't see the importance of their opinions. And it's like, well, if you don't, then why do you keep saying these things on Twitter? It doesn't like, yeah. why did you go on a podcast to be interviewed for over a fucking hour? Right. So it's all of these people are very hard to pin down in terms of like 
what they will be comfortable with. Like human pet guy is like not uh, so receptive to Caleb as he was before their conversation. And um, and I blocked I him. I'll just say it. I fucking blocked. I can't. I couldn't deal with it yeah. anymore, dude. It, it stopped being funny. And like I got a couple DMs from some people that were like, why do you tolerate this guy just like being a weird pervert in all your posts and like fucking whatever, like stinking up everything that you do. And I was like, you're right. I, it's, I'm not going to do, um, what Samoya does. I'm not going to do any of that. It's not my lane. I was <laughs> the night before I DM'd you about it. Whack. Cause he like within like six hours of me blocking him, he was like, why did Caleb block me? Yeah. Yeah. We talked, me and him talked for a while. Yeah. Um, I was, I'm fucking sick was, of it. Yeah. I was just like, Bro, just don't even worry about it. And he's like, "Well, I want to know why Caleb blocked me." And I was like, "I can ask him, but like, what, like, what do you get out of this? You know?" And so this is the thing: is that like, with do we need to like have a round guy, two? Do we need to have an actual debate, a meeting of the minds? I offered. <laughs> I mean, I offered to be the one who talks to him next time. I said you can come back on, and maybe I'll just talk to you. Oh no, no, no! If he comes back on, I'm. I'm, I'm I <laughs> you want to crack at it? I, I do want to crack it. I would like to redo that interview in a way that I um. Was not yeah, he that. wanted he wanted to debate, and this is the this is the thing when you're dealing with like people who are unpredictable. We like we can't really promise that we could have any of these people on. Like, if you can think of any specific internet weirdo, especially one with a lot of followers, those guys tend to want attention and are willing to speak on even a podcast like ours. But then they get really weird about the edits, and then they get really like. We are during the interview. Maybe you say something that they don't necessarily like, and it can be difficult. So we have, I mean, Caleb has been putting in the work with the weirdos. I've got two or three I've talked to. Juniper has some that she's talked to. Yeah. And we do want more people like that. This is a conversation we've had, uh, like, a lot. We it's just want to make sure we're doing it, is, it the right way. That's all. Yeah. It's a delicate thing. It's a delicate thing to, like, not well, because, platform a maniac and yeah. also treat them with respect. It's true because you do like everybody's a little different. How much respect somebody like the human pet guy deserves versus some of the other people we're talking about is subjective, debatable, whatever. Um, But yeah, you do want to treat them with respect, and then you want to avoid. uh, You just want to you know use this platform responsibly. When I when I uh, first did that interview, we were getting this was our first like big episode was the human pet guy. We were getting dog shit downloads at that time. We've grown. Like, ten times since then. So I had no yeah. fucking clue. Like, it, the fact that I was ostensibly platforming this guy was a joke at this point because nobody was listening to us at this at this time. Um, so it was just kind of this dumb thing. Now I'm like, okay, well, thousands and thousands of people are going to hear whatever we do next. So I just want to make sure that it's done properly. So maybe we'll do – maybe I'll unblock him and we'll, we'll – um, Maybe he'll come back on for part two. I don't know if I really want to do that. Maybe later. It's too soon. In in time. It's, you know, so it's hard to answer a question like that. Like, will you have more reactionary weirdos to come on and just speak their minds? It's like, yeah, for sure. We just can't really just, like, in good conscience bring somebody on who's going to start talking about race science and just, like, leaving it out there. I was so flabbergasted by some of those responses. I didn't really have... proper retorts and i wasn't expecting to for whatever that's worth you know what i mean so i wasn't expecting to need to uh so yes we will we will the short answer is we've been talking about this for almost 10 minutes now uh yeah we're going to just we're figuring (laughs) out the best way to do it and also some of the people that i'm talking to will be a lot less um insane well they'll be insane just in different ways more fun ways hopefully so we'll see hell yeah um let's see i thought i had one more i'm sorry i'm going through our texts on the, the google voice here no, okay, we're done. For, we're done with that for now. Uh, so, if you want to shoot us a text or a voicemail, uh, I would like to do these more regularly. I know I've been putting it off, and I know that there are some of you that have sent us really thoughtful and sweet, and insightful and personal stuff that I don't really feel like we should be airing, but just have have been really nice. I've actually had some really good conversations with people. Uh, we're going to be continuing that, and we're going to be doing more of the mailbag stuff as we go. Uh, if you want to send us anything you're thinking of, I can't guarantee we'll air it, but it's uh, text us at 971-374-2265 or mail at westernkabuki.com. 
At this point in the life of this show, you're pretty much guaranteed to speak with Caleb in a serious fashion where he will take you seriously if True. you text that number. I will, and however, I've talked to a couple people. However, if you're going to just jerk us off in the text, then we will not be reading it on the show. No, and I think that's a fair trade-off. If you you're know just going to be like... We are trying to hire a producer. I said that in the beginning of the last yeah. episode. And we've, uh, for the record, if you're listening to this, um, I have not been. We've got so many people that reached out. Thank you. I've been reviewing um, people's portfolios and trying to get uh, responses to everybody that emailed, texted, uh, DM'd us, whatever. I will get back to everybody. I promise. It's going to take some time. Um, you know, uh, thank you. Also, and if you're listening to this and you are interested, we are hiring a producer that will help us with things like audio editing and as we move into like Twitch type spaces that would be kind of supporting those roles. Uh, if that sounds like something you're interested, hit us up because we have not made any decisions. We are going to move forward talking to a few people, but we're still kind of sorting through all that. <laughs> the way you made that sound, I just also want to say uh, this is something that Caleb is handling, which means that Juniper and I don't necessarily know the conversations he's having with you nope. or anything. And so if there is maybe somebody that Juniper and I know personally or like have a special regard for, we, me and Juniper are not looking at their portfolio. So it is just to say that the person we pick will not just be like the biggest tech whiz who knows all the stuff. So if we don't pick you, it's not like an insult. It's just like a thing that we are trying to, we're looking for things other than the strength of your portfolio. Sure. So we just want Gotta be to be a good, good uh, fit culturally uh, or whatever, very, you know? Yeah. Oh, I, you know, it sucks to talk in this like business. Speak, but there's terms, a reason. Yeah. Yeah. But there is a reason that the business speak works. And it is so that people's feelings don't get hurt, which is what I am trying to yeah. avoid. Well, also, um, you know, we've probably gotten like 30 people or more who've reached out to us. Mm -hmm. So I understand, like, you know, don't please don't have your feelings hurt if you especially have had a couple people that were like, I really want to. I don't have the, the chops or the experience. What can I do to, like, learn? Well, I mean, I can give you some pointers, but if you don't have the, the chops, then it's probably just not going to work out. So. Um, appreciate it. Love you. Uh, we will be probably moving forward with somebody with a little more experience, but it's going to be, it's going to be fun. And it's going to free me up to do, um, uh, other things that I think will make the show better and grow the show. And on that note, I just did just want to say, man, the show is growing so much so fast. I cannot thank you guys enough. Everything has been awesome. I mean, every week I talk to Wack and Juniper and it's like, hey, we just had our best week, or hey, we just had our best download day. And it keeps happening again and again and again. Thank you guys so much. Um, please help us out. Please keep sharing and listening. It's been awesome. Uh, the sky's the limit. We're only going up from here. And uh, Juniper doesn't take compliments from Caleb and I either. It's not just you. Uh, but we do all appreciate it. <laughs> True. True. Uh, so do we want to talk about, I guess I'll read the last one that read the last one. And then there's, there's something I, there's a, there's a topic I'd like to discuss briefly. Yeah. Well, this last one is the one that I posted on Twitter that kind of was going to segue us into. Yeah. The okay. 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 So cool. Somebody was, uh, somebody was mad at Juniper making her poll about who was worse between Trump and Bush. And they said, why are you defending Trump? He's the worst president in history. That's not even a debate. Why are you gaslighting? This is why communism doesn't work. Because people like Juniper are busy jerking off for MAGA cash. Which, <laughs> uh, I, you know, that was kind of the whole stink that I made is, Juniper, if you're making bucks, <laughs> if you're an infiltrator and you're making money off this, I'm not mad at you about you being a Trump person what i'm mad at you about is that i haven't seen a fucking dime of this so <laughs> share the wealth and i will 100 percent uh i'll 100 cuck for donald trump at this election i don't care i hate my job i gotta get something going here i'll be jackson hinkle but like with double the body fat percentage i don't give a fuck let's go do we yeah it's shocking how little money we would need to leave the left <laughs> uh in comparison <laughs> yeah exactly in, to, in comparison to what some people have taken, uh, Steven Crowder's $50 million contract split between the three of us would definitely pretty much 
get you some new propagandistas. Uh, we would be out there for you. I think it's very funny to consider uh, what we know about the financials from the left and the right. Steven Crowder gets fifty million. Uh, Brooklyn Dad Defiant got sixty-eight grand. He, that guy's the biggest cuck. Huge cuck. Sixty-eight grand to cuck for the DNC. Come on. Also, so, I'll do it for I mean, sixty-five. <laughs> it's it's so like even the even the non like party apparatchiks the like like the Chapos Hassan uh, the like people who operate independently they aren't getting <laughs> they aren't getting offered fifty million dollars fucking by million dollars <laughs> that's how you know that like the right is scared. Stephen Crowder no, is really worth fifty yeah, million Stephen dollars. Crowder. Really, Stephen Crowder of all people, uh, a guy who is off-putting to everyone he speaks to, mm-hmm. uh, cannot get a conversation with a normal person without them being like, "Are you okay? What are you doing?" Yeah. So uh, you know, historically, I've worked in a lot of places that have had conservatives. You know, I've worked a lot of construction crews and so on and so forth. I know a lot of guys that like Joe Rogan. I know a lot of guys, even some people that are Ben Shapiro people. I have never in my fucking life in person met a Steven Crowder fan. $50 million? Are you kidding? I know they're <laughs> out. They must be out there somewhere. I mean, he's getting views, but I just, I don't understand that ecosystem at all. No, it's fake money and it's bullshit. Um, but it's, 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 it's so funny that, that people who are like actually doing even the slightest bit of good or, you know, donating a lot of their money to charity or whatever. It's like, he still doesn't do enough. He's still a millionaire and he claims he's a socialist. And it's like, bro, you do not know what the other side is dealing with if you think that anybody who's like a public socialist is in some ways scamming you. Hasn't Assange explicitly said he's not a Marxist and like, uh, I'm not saying this is like a value judgment either. He's like, he's by his own metric. He's not really like a communist or I don't know. I don't know his real beliefs or whatever, but I know that he makes like $300,000 a month or so. And that is still like what, like $8 million a year or something like that. It's like Mm -hmm. still not the kind of money that conservatives deal in, you know? Sure. It's, it's like one a of totally the names. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I don't know his, like, I watch his videos a lot, but I, I don't really, I can't say I know his specific politics. He's usually sure. just yelling at the, the children and the uh, libs in the <laughs> chat. So I don't, <laughs> I usually avoid, well, this is going to change too. Um, when we, when we step into the Twitch realm and possibly YouTube, um, we'll see how that goes. We'll see, um, what kind of producer we get and what their capabilities are and what we can afford to do and stuff. But yeah, I think we're going to maybe step into those spaces a little bit and it's going to be fun. It, we're, it's like a uh, professional wrestling when like an indie wrestler gets called at the Royal rumble. That's us. Uh, it is. But then it's also like when you say us, you really mean you and I, because Juniper just had like a blockbuster um, stream with Hassan in it. Uh, so Yeah. Uh, Caleb and I would also like to do these things. Um, and oh yeah, I believe, th- I believe that all three of us can. You, you, our goal is for you to see more of us in those realms. I like this. You know, I like having a little house cleaning episode, a little explaining, a little, uh, a little check of the dipstick as to where where the WK family is at. Uh, so I do want to ask um, your opinions because I don't think I've seen you if you if you've made any such comment. Uh, but I do want to know your opinion on these um, cheap-looking AI uh, things with, like, Joe Rogan and Joe Biden and stuff. Oh, yeah, have Tall Bart's been posting a bunch of these. Yeah, so Tall Bart's been killing it. There's a few other people doing it as well. Uh, do you like these, or what's what's your opinion on these? In short, yeah. I'm not going to get into the diatribe. Yes, I think that they're very funny. I do think that it uh, presents a scary future <laughs> considering that these are brand new and they obviously sound like dog shit you know what i mean but if right. you, in a few years how long does it take before some any asshole can string something together like this that's vaguely conceivably real to some dickhead who gets all their information from facebook memes right right yeah no i understand that i i just feel like they're very funny and i have trouble like I have trouble worrying too much about the future of AI 
when it doesn't really seem to have any use case. Like, it doesn't really seem to have any... Oh, just misinformation for sure. That's it. That's the number one. Yeah. <laughs> I guess somebody would just... I, I, I Somebody would have to fall for it, and I, I, I don't know. I... I I can see it being a problem, but it's not a problem yet. And right now, it's just very funny to hear Joe Rogan talk about getting ratatouille'd and Jordan yeah. Peterson wanting to drink or piss. I think that's funny. Joe Rogan yelling at Elon Musk for inventing trucks. That one was my favorite. <laughs> I liked that one. I liked... Uh, did you watch the one with uh, where Ben Shapiro... Uh, or? Where Joe Rogan goes to the beach that makes you old. <laughs> yeah, they're all they're all funny. They're all like it's insane. It's like completely surreal. Uh, they're very bad. They're not convincing. But who knows? A few years they might be. I would also like to know how to make one. So if you know the programs or whatever you need, uh, please tell me because I I've got some thoughts about what we could. You want to uh, make some? Oh yeah. I mean, I've got a lot of thoughts. Um, we can get a little deeper in the cut with it. Maybe start doing some. Uh, leftist ones that could be fun as well yeah yeah uh all right so our our plan here is for president's day to talk about presidents um the weird little freaky nerds that decide that they uh can can oversee who lives or dies in this country um so in honor of president's day we have some fun little uh uh we've curated some fun little anecdotes about presidents um Caleb was was really uh, going through it while researching these. Uh, what's uh, what do you got for us, bud? Yeah, I um, actually left work early because I was like reading through all this. I'm not fucking finding anything. I can't like focus on this and work at the same time. Like none of these stories are funny. They're just all. It turns out, unsurprisingly, most U.S. presidents are just bastards. It's fucking crazy. And like like for instance, my first one is I did not know this. But maybe this is, if you're a history buff, might be worth noting that Woodrow Wilson helped refound the KKK and segregated the federal government. I had no fucking clue this was a thing. But, oh, uh, I teach that. I teach that. Then go off, class. dude. Go off and talk. I'm not going to read like read the shit that I just copied and pasted on my notes. Just to talk about it. I did not know this. That's insane. KKK. Uh, yeah. They used military force to stop the KKK, and then Woodrow Wilson was like, "Actually, let's." So Woodrow Wilson um, invited D.W. Griffith to the White House after he made the film *A Birth of a Nation*. Uh, yep. *A Birth of a Nation* is a a a film, I believe, from 1918 uh, that depicts a black man attempting to rape a white woman mm-hmm. who decides to kill herself to avoid being raped. And then the KKK uh, comes in, lynches the black man, puts his body on the step of the sh- front steps of the sheriff with the note that says KKK. And that is like the triumphant ending is that the KKK have lynched a man for trying to rape a white woman. And of course, it's a, a guy in blackface. Yeah, they're all, um, all the black people in this movie are just white men in blackface. Yeah. Um, this film uh, was the first real blockbuster of uh, ever. Uh, it's the most popular movie ever. It had s- grossed more than any other film up until 1939, uh, when a much less racist movie came out called Gone with the Wind, uh, <laughs> which was specifically made Gone with the Wind because they could not acquire the rights to remake a birth of a nation in color with sound uh so they had to acquire the rights to gone with the wind instead uh because they wanted to remake birth of a nation in 1939 um and it uh is the first film that was ever shown at the white house and president woodrow wilson famously said that the movie was like history written with lightning yeah. And that is what I teach my students. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. You know, usually when you think about Woodrow Wilson um, as a historical figure, it's just, oh, you know, League of Nations. Or the fact that he literally, um, you know, this was after Reconstruction. Uh, the federal government was one of the few positions, uh, if you were a black person, could get a good, decent job. Yeah, he resegregated the entire government. And I believe uh, this—I mean, so— a lot of the time, the way these things work is that federal government 
precedes a a precedent at the state level. So of course, that's how it usually yeah. works. Yeah. So a lot of states ended up, and then like some states weren't like desegregated again until like 2001. So it's been yeah. a uh, like they were desegregated in practice, but on paper. Uh, like state offices were still reserving the right to segregate uh, as as late as like the 2000s. Um, so yeah, that uh, Woodrow Wilson's like a fucked up guy, and also he his wife took over the presidency uh, towards the end of his life. Yeah, well, he was sick, right? Yeah, he had a, he was in a coma, and his wife was like writing notes, like Joseph Smith with the golden tablets. She was just like, "This is what the uh, <laughs> this is what the president said." Um, yeah, I got, uh, I got some fun. Also, he, uh, worked, I didn't get settled from what I read until after his presidency, but he, he worked towards, um, uh, restructuring Germany's World War One debt. Yeah, he caused World War Two, the rise of Hitler. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> let's, let's look at a fun one. Um, uh, wait, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Oh, John Quincy Adams. That dude's a real fucking freak. Uh, John Quincy Adams. Let's go. Let's go. I don't know this one. John Quincy Adams, son of John Adams, uh, which is cool. Uh, in America, only sometimes the president is the son of another president, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, and John Quincy Adams, sixth president, was uh, a firm believer in the hollow earth um, that there were. Oh, hell yeah. That there Same, were, by the way. There were magical creatures at the center of the earth and that the earth core was empty and true he wanted to commission a military guard to dig underground to meet the smart <laughs> mole people underground <laughs> uh this program was this program was ended uh by his his successor andrew jackson and they never did dig to the center of the earth um, one more strike against andrew jackson <laughs> jesus christ and uh, he also loved to skinny dip. I believe he also believed in um, in Atlantis and Lost Continent of Lemuria and all that. Um, really cool. So what you're saying is this is definitely the most based president that we've ever had. Certainly, yeah, the most pilled, the most based, <laughs> <laughs> the most awake. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, the the what the, he had the president he's the president most worried about bodily toxins he's looking for ways to get rid of his toxins uh again that some things never change just that's that most of this could be uh, like maybe not a president but a senator could believe these things now yeah um yeah marjorie taylor green could could very well uh i mean oh she already believes in all yes yeah. and she could be a senator hell she could be the president uh we she might be, uh, if Trump has his way, she might be the vice president. Yeah. All right. What you got? Uh, my next one is, <laughs> I'm not going to read the whole thing. Some excerpts from an article that that's the one that I sent you the screen or the, the picture of. Yes. 10 sexy things that president, uh, Warren Harding wrote his mistress. So before I start this, what you need to know is that Warren Harding referred to his penis as Jerry. Don't know why. There's probably a reason. Maybe it was just because he was writing notes. It had to be code. And this uh, journalist, uh, this is an ABC News article, went through uh, that has his letters and skimmed through them all and was like, okay, here, here, here's my, my top ten. Um, Jerry sends Christmas greetings. Oh, he God. Would like to come <laughs> over too. He would like to come too. If I might, would he be welcomed cordially? Uh, next one. I would like to take you to Mount Jerry. Wonderful <laughs> spot. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. Some of these are just too loody even for me. The dude, the dude was a freak. I mean, as you can imagine, even in modern times, um, to be a president or a major CEO or any person of power in the United States, you have to be a megalomaniacal freak. Uh, that also doesn't change through history. This guy was a fucking psychopath. Uh, so I said that I wasn't going to look up any LBJ stuff. I don't know if you did that or not, but I do think LBJ deserves an honorable mention. But I also feel like a lot of 
People are already sort of aware of some of his antics. He called his penis yeah. jumbo. He used to take mm-hmm. a shits while he took meetings with people. With uh, the door open, which with is the door the open. That's the cherry on top. Yeah. yeah. Um, he uh, he talked to that one tailor about his nuts that one time. Uh, he's yeah. He's done a lot of that stuff. I I am. Uh, I am looking here at a couple things that are really, um, really, I think, a much better testament to the fact that, like, we are are really, uh, we have been fucked for a long time by putting these men in charge of us. Mm-hmm. Um, James Garfield, for example, uh, was able to write in Greek with one hand and Latin in the other. Now, let me be the first. I read that. Let me be the first to say, no, he couldn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He absolutely could not that do that. That sounded like bullshit to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like he just gets a bunch of people. and How many of them can read Latin and Greek? He's just, just scribbling. Come on. Yeah. It's like how B- Pete Buttigieg says he can speak like 13 languages. And it's like, fucking prove mm. it, dog. We got 13 people here for each of the languages. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, that's a lie. Um but I do love the idea that somebody would tell that lie <laughs> that, that that somebody thinks it's like Donald Trump saying that he only sleeps like 30 minutes a night or whatever. It's like, yeah. <laughs> obviously that's not true, but why do you think you need to tell that lie? <laughs> it's like a, a playground schoolyard lie. Like yeah. For clout. Um, yeah. And I have a collection of things. A lot of my, a lot of my, um, a lot of my focus was not really on presidents, but on one specific president, um, and that is our thirty-seventh. That is uh, uh, Richard Milhouse Nixon. Uh, Let's go wrap it up with Nixon. Nixon. I'm just gonna shotgun some Nixon facts because I feel like L- let's go. LBJ gets all the attention for being a freak, but Nixon is our only. A Quaker president, um, which is not uh, really—it's often overlooked um, that that the American branch of Protestantism has only been represented uh, once, if you don't count uh, Jimmy Carter and George Bush. Um, yeah. So California boy too, by the way. California. Um, he got drunk and tried to nu- nuke North Korea. Uh, he fired people often while drunk and then forgot in the morning. Um, I brought a stripper at 2 a.m. Uh, to the White House and got so drunk that he just talked to her and then passed out. Uh, he ate dog biscuits. Um, he, would <laughs> <laughs> he was a well-known drunk dialer, would just call up like, 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 cruise chop or whatever and just like shoot the shit with whoever Seems would like answer me them. like when i was 20 before i was even 21 when yeah. i first discovered alcohol yeah uh the reason the yom kippur war was not solved quicker was because he was in like on a bender um <laughs> uh based nixon much <laughs> yeah basically too drunk to know what at all was going on with the Yom Kippur. I didn't know, by the way, I'm, I'm not, you know, the most historically literate man, but you'd think I would know some of these. I didn't know any of this shit. Um, yeah, he, um, he would, so he's known for recording himself and he would like literally like play records in the Oval Office and then sing along. So he could have like recordings of himself singing them. Um, (laughs) He was the first president. Hell yeah, dude. He was the first president to be open about seeing a psychiatrist. He kept like a psychologist on his uh, like retainer. Self-help is is never a bad thing. Um, Sounds like he needed it. Elvis met with him because Elvis wanted to become his drug czar to stop people from using illegal drugs. Uh, But at the time, they were both high on pills when they met each other. I was going to say, wasn't Elvis <laughs> like a huge... Yeah. So Elvis okay. wanted to like stop heroin and weed, but was also on like a righteous speedball every day for like 15 years. Uh, yeah, whole family was drunk. The whole White House was drunk. Gerald Ford was also drinking. 
Uh, he was drunk pretty much after the Watergate scandal broke until his uh, resignation. He was pretty much drunk that whole time. Um, but he ended his last day in presidency, and I truly think this is one of the wildest things he's ever done. Uh, Richard Nixon, who stole the election, uh, increased our ties with China, started the EPA, and also just like, and also just like, followed around like John Lennon because he thought he was a spy for the Soviets. Um, <laughs> his last, his breakfast he had on the last day he was president, which as president. You can have whatever you want to eat, whatever. Nobody's going to tell you no. You're the you're the president. Um, but every morning he would eat like four slices of canned pineapple, a dollop of cottage cheese, and a glass Disgusting. of milk. Oh, come on! <laughs> that is what he pineapple ate. Pineapple and dairy. That is what he ate every morning. Could you imagine waking up hungover and somebody putting in front of you a tray with a <laughs> with a small <laughs> amount of pineapple, a modest amount of cream cheese, and a glass of milk? I would be so fucking mad. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's I, I I had other presidential facts. You know, I got a few others here, but I think Nixon. We don't talk enough that's about. That's a good way to close it. I've got a couple too, but they're just like not funny. It's more gross and sad. Yeah, we don't need to talk about the slaves and the killings and the things that they uh, did. Grover Cleveland married his, basically, his adopted daughter. Yes. So that's weird. Yes. Per- Gro- Groomer Cleveland. We're just going to say I Actually, that. just this very day, I had a long discussion with my students um, because we're learning about FDR. And they're like, he married his cousin. And like, I looked up like the whole Roosevelt family tree, which, by the way, the first Roosevelt's arrived in uh, New Amsterdam uh, port in 1654. So they're... Wow, early arrival. Yeah, their family tree is robust in this nation. And the last time that descendants of Franklin and Eleanor Roosevelt interacted before they got married was in 1704. So it's kind of hard to credit him with like incest. Um, but my, my students were yeah, really that's, like... Yeah, that's spurious. They're like, he fucked his cousin. I'm like, I mean, I guess. but 13th cousin or something? Yeah. Like, no. Yeah, Why you aren't st- you focused on the fact that Taft got stuck in a bathtub? What else do you need to know? Well, I, I appreciate our listeners for being here with us. I hope that you'll follow me on Twitter. You'll follow Caleb on Twitter. You'll subscribe to my YouTube channel, my Twitch channel. Juniper's Twitch channel, uh, Bird's Twitter, and that you will email at us mail at westernkabuki.com is that right yeah mail at westernkabuki.com let's and go the phone number to text Ooh, we've got a buzzer beater one coming in oh, i'm not reading that one maybe we'll do a dump of crazies if we get enough of them so Later. you know yes there's some insane ones um we'd like to add to the insanity it's 971-374-2265 wonderful thank you so much for listening we will see you uh, behind the paywall on our patreon